What up, what up, what up? You are now listening to the Art of Winning podcast with yours truly, Eddie Smith Gordon, and the one and only Mr. Amazing himself, the Yoko Taylor. And we got an awesome show ready for you this week. We are here live with the Art of Winning show. We have a very special guest. It's me, Eddie Trunk Gordon, your host, and my main man, my co-host, Mr. Amazing himself, Miyoko Taylor. What's going on today, Yoko? What's up, man? I can't call, can't call it, man. Doing great, man. Fantastic, brother. I love it. I love it. Well, with no further ado, I want to introduce this teen phenom. Like, this kid blew my mind away. And for me to get my mind blown away, it, it takes a lot because I've seen it all. I traveled the world. But to see a teenager at this age of young, I think, I believe 17 years 17. old, write his own book that's going to be a bestseller, especially after this podcast, because we're all going <laughs> to go out there and support him. Without further ado, Jerson B in the house. Jerson, what's going on? Hey, what's up, man? Super excited to actually be here. I think it's just phenomenal to actually, you know, connect with some game-changing people. So, yeah, it really stoked to actually, like, get this message out. I love it. I love it, man. So, we always like to kick the show off with with just some some positive nuggets, especially when we have a guest. Um, we want to pick your brain. And I'm not going to steal the show, Yoko, so by any means, kick me out and take over whenever you're ready. But I've been, it's been burning me ever since we knew we are having you on the show. I want to ask you, what motivated you at such a young age to think outside exactly. the box, not be like the normal teen and do all the crazy stuff, but you're changing lives. What made you write your book, Teen Ted? You got it, you got it. So yeah, I think that it was like many multiple things. However, the like main one for me was just, look, back when I was about 14, 15, my mind was just kind of like the typical teenager. You know, thinking about girls, video games, that kind of stuff. And literally, my dad, he's been like a huge, huge mentor of, like, of mine inside my own life. And during that time, me and him, we, we were like kind of just fighting every single day. But he was still kind of getting into this whole new mindset of, you know, entrepreneurship, self-help, that kind of stuff. And at first, he would like try to get me into it, but I would just like, you know, block him off because we used to fight every single day. But aside from that, later on, you know, we like had some different breakthroughs and, you know, eventually I just came through. So I just started seeing myself excelling a lot more than my peers and, you know, my like family members because I come from Ecuador. You know, that's where my like whole family is from. So and they have that like mindset where it's like, you know, go to school, get good grades, go to good college, live a good life, get a good job, that kind of stuff. For me, I just saw myself going through a different direction and I knew that what I was going towards was right because many, many, many people have already succeeded inside this industry with this new mindset. So I was like reading books, listening to audios, just getting all this knowledge. And I saw myself inside my own life excelling a lot more. So then I was just thinking, how can I just get this message out? to more people, especially to my cousins, because while I was at home reading books, they were outside on like Instagram stories showing that, you know, parties, drinking, some, some of them smoking. So for me, it was like, how can I just give to them what I know so they could actually think about their life and just head towards a new direction, which would just like sell them a lot, a lot more. So that was like- Wow. I'm blown away, man. I'm blown away because to hear your words, it's it's like speaking volumes to me because I was in the same boat. The only difference is I was a lot older. 
You're, you're, you develop, you like, you're developing at, at, at light year speed. When I was 17, I was playing sports, worrying about girls, doing all the things that you said. And once I hit 30 something years old, it's like I had an evolution, started reading books. And you're doing all of that now. And that blows my mind. Thank so you. I got a question for you. I got to yeah. chime in here. So JB, can I call you JB? Absolutely. I give everybody nicknames, man. So <laughs> JB, my question for you is, what was that turning point? I mean, you said a lot of good things, like Chuck was saying, your story is very similar to ours, but we just happen to have this breakthrough at an uh, older age. So what was that turning point for you? You say your dad was trying to get you to kind of steer your mind into that direction, but what was that moment, that aha moment where you said, this is it, my dad was right. This is the direction that I have to go. Gotcha, gotcha. That's a very, very good question, actually. So, you know, kind of like what I was telling you, I was a very depressed gamer. I was very, very, very lonely inside that pack. So basically back inside uh, 2008, that big crash happened, right? And my family was very, very affected from it. So my dad, he was under lots and lots of stress. I was about eight during that time. But then later on, that same stress carried on through those years. Mm. So literally when I was 13, 14, 15, I used to fight with my parents every single day. And when I mean fight, I mean like sometimes my late mom, she would be yelling at me, I'd be yelling at her. And there was this one point actually in which I was just sitting at the a dinner table and my mom, she was like yelling at me for like something that I didn't do, just something random, you know, pointless. And then I just kind of blew up and my dad, he was just like, you know, staring at me, listening. And I just started yelling at her and she began to cry. And wow. my dad, she was, he was like looking at me, he was kind of getting angry. And he just looked at me he, and he, he like started walking towards me. So I just got up and I kind of gave him that look where it was like, do you want to fight, you know, challenging him. So then he grabbed my shirt and he pinned me against the wall. And he said, do you want to fight? And then you know, there was just so much tension building up. I was just thinking inside my head, I, I really don't care because during that time, I was kind of getting like bullied inside that sense too. So like, you know, somebody picking up my shirt and just pinning me up, wasn't really something new for me. So during that time, he was just holding me up, yelling at me, he was like, do you want to fight? And later on, after like a few seconds, he said, because I don't, I love you. Wow. Wow. I care about you. So don't make me do something that I'm gonna regret. And then I felt a tear falling on his face onto my shoulder. And at that moment, he like just started crying and I began crying too. Wow. And that was the turning point. That, that was the turning point. Like, I'm, I'm not even joking. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm a too much of an emotional guy, but you really brought the emotion out of me. Like, I, when you were describing it, I could envision it actually happening, going in place. And for me, that, that's epic. And I got to give your dad credit, man, because everything you're saying, JB, I, I can relate to because I wasn't born here. Most people don't know, but I was an immigrant as well. So I can relate to that. I was bullied. I tell Yoko, I was bullied. I was picked on. I was looked at differently. So all those things made me evolve into who I am. And not that I'm happy that you went through that stuff. I'm happy the road that you took. I'm happy that you had the family in place, the nucleus, to, to, to make you who you are today, especially at such a young age. You did a lot of learning in a short period of time and greatness is upon you, my friend. I promise you that you keep with that mindset and, and, and greatness is, is on the verge. Thank you so, so much. So 
All right, now you have this amazing book, right? So tell us about the book. Tell us a little bit about it, man. Tell us about the right. JB now. We, we talk, heard about the JB then, the turning point. Tell us about the JB now. I mean, what's up? What's, what's going on with you now that you become this awesome author, soon to be best-selling author? <laughs> you got it, you got it. So yeah, Teen Time was actually written about two months ago. So literally, I just thought about it and then wrote the book in two months, got it out in like, in a, in like the next three months. So came out pretty quickly. And this book was just mainly written for teenagers to really know these 10 core secrets to become successful. So little things like finding mentors, health and, and energy, these little core things that really, really do make a difference inside somebody's life. And on top of that, this book is also meant to like support you inside your own journey. Because we all know that the journey of life can be one of the most fulfilling, but also one of the hardest as well. So look, one part that also just touched me that I also like included inside this book was that one out of every six high school students considers suicide. So inside, wow. Wow. inside exactly. So inside this book, you know, I kind of talk about love and you know relationships, just appreciating what you have inside your own life. Because one other turning point inside my life was actually traveling to, uh, to Ecuador. You know, I was complaining about my own life and how bad it was, all that kind of stuff. But then when I went there, I saw kids that had nothing, playing with dirt, smiling. And I was over here living inside this country complaining. So it's just being grateful, you know, just seeing what you have inside your own life and then taking that and just using it to just warm up your heart and give more love to others. I think this is awesome, man. Everything what you said is absolutely amazing. And, and one of the parts that I really like is this particular podcast episode is very, very special. Yes. Because me and Eddie, we often talk to different uh, celebrities and leaders that are in their 30s and late 20s, 40s, things like that. But you're 17 years old. I don't think you understand the level <laughs> wisdom that you actually the have power, and how power far you. that's going to take you if you consistently stay focused. And you mentioned bullying. That's something that's an epidemic right now, you know, throughout society, you know, and even even all over the world. So for you to even add that component in, it's good. People are going to look at you, JB, and they're going to say, you know what? I actually have hope. You know, maybe I can write a book. Maybe I can become that particular leader. I don't have to wait till I'm 25. 30 or 40. We have a saying here on the Art of Winning show. Success has no age limit. Age limit. None. That is, that is one of our monic Success has no age limits. You are a living proof of And it's crazy though about. because he's proving it on a different level, a different scale. Exactly. Nine out of ten times we're talking about people thinking that they're too old, that they're done, they lived their life, and you as a young man is defying the odds. And just hearing you speak like, I'm gonna let the cat out the bag. Obviously, JB, we didn't talk about it, but I wanna to touch upon it as well. JB's a public speaker, he's a motivational speaker. So, that is powerful, you have a voice. So tell us a little bit about, you know, where you spoke, why you speak, and, 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 and so forth. Absolutely, absolutely. So listen, I used to be one of the shyest kids, right? Very unconfident, very insecure, never talked to anybody during my freshman year of high school. And there was this like one moment I'm pretty sure uh, you guys know who Les Brown is, right? Of course. Yes, oh, love Les Brown. <laughs> love Les Brown. Exactly, so then during that time when I was kind of going through this whole phase, I was listening to him and just many, many other motor like motivational speakers. 
and you know just getting all this content but what i didn't know was that that phrase you become who you surround yourself with <laughs> people around you don't necessarily have to be in your life like physically it could be yes audios videos so there was this like one chance in which i was able to give this speech to this club and literally all of those hours just consuming content i just stepped into that you know that higher self in which i became a motivational speaker quote unquote and literally after that my friends they were like jerson like is this actually you because they see me as like the shy kid the one that doesn't really talk much you know just playing video games that kind of stuff and then just when i stepped into that zone it just became a whole different level for me and then you know same thing when i was like speaking over here at my uh, elementary school it's like during that time you just picture something that's serving something bigger than yourself right i knew that i couldn't be nervous that like i couldn't mess up because literally if i don't get this message out to those kids and make them feel some of them could get hurt in the long run Absolutely. wow that's powerful man that like you're so you're powerful i gotta chime in i gotta chime in <laughs> Eddie. i gotta chime in no worries this this guy is amazing and here's why one of the biggest things I tell people that speak on the platform, speak on the stage, um, stage fright is real. I, th I think they say stage fright is one of the number one, I think it's more than death. People fear more than death itself. So yeah. stage fright is huge. But one of the things I like that you said is you had to get a message out to these kids. But one thing I tell people is when you're speaking, you cannot be selfish. And they, they stop and they're like, what the heck is he talking about? When you start worrying about people looking at me, how I sound, how how I look and all those things, you completely take away from the message. Once you start to focus on, I need to help these people, something needs to be said to these people to impact their lives, then the nervousness goes down a little bit and you really start to focus on your mission to inspire, to transform and to develop the audience that you are speaking to. So hats off to you, young man. I mean, this is absolutely absolutely awesome so on the art of winning show we always leave people with a challenge, a challenge. that's it the pressure is <laughs> on jd so so truck i'm gonna let you uh take care of this one uh we're gonna issue you a challenge man and um truck you take it away man actually i want to flip it yoko i want to do this because after doing chris cyborg's interview i loved it let's flip it i want jb to issue a challenge, ah, especially to these young millennials, these young kids, because you're already the voice of hope, you're the voice of reasoning. So I want you to take control. This is your platform, this is your stage right here, right now. The Art of Winning show now has JB, Mr. Uh, best soon to be best-selling author, Team 10. The floor is yours. Tell us what the challenge you want to issue to all of our beautiful listeners and where can they find you, all that fun stuff. So the floor is yours. You got it, you got it. All right, so one main thing, one main contributor to my success so far has been simply asking questions, right? So then me just asking you questions, picking other people's brains. But now one thing that people, sometimes they don't really realize is that even though you may learn a lot from all these successful people, you can also learn a, a lot from these people who aren't as you know successful. You can learn a lot more from people who have already failed. So like literally, Last year, I just spent a ton of time talking to some homeless people, right? Going to these shelters, going to just people who have lived longer than me. And there was this like one experience in which I actually interviewed my principal. And then literally right after walking home from that interview, 
I met this homeless guy and I was just asking him questions. And just to keep it short here, basically what he told me was he used to be a U.S. veteran. And then I just saw him, he was disabled, kind of riding his, his like, bike with like one leg. And what he told me was, I just asked him, how did you end up inside this place? And he said, he kind of paused and he said, I'm here because I killed my wife and I killed my daughter. And then after that, I was just kind of confused about it. And he said, I was a drunk driver. So then wow. literally during that time, that tragedy led him to using drugs, alcohol. And that touched me, like literally just thinking about that, just thinking about that story just gave me goosebumps all over. And my challenge to everybody listening is talk to some homeless guy. Talk to anybody that, you know, you may not necessarily consider as successful, quote unquote. Talk to them, ask them questions. You don't necessarily have to like give them money or like give them something, just give them your time, your love. Your... And that's all. That's beautiful, all right. man. I accept the challenge. I know it's I accept it. the challenge. This I is awesome. It, Everybody out there listening or watching, take this challenge. I think this challenge is transformational. And I think this will not only help the person that you're speaking to and give them a little spark of hope, but it's going to help you develop into the person, a better you. I love it. I love it, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Jerson, before you go, give everybody your your, uh, your Instagram, your social media, your website, wherever they can find you, where they can get your book. Uh, you know, drop a line. This is your floor right now. Take over. There you go. So Instagram, Jerson B16. Same thing for Facebook and Snapchat, all Jerson B16. My website is actually almost up and running, and it's going to be called Jerson B. Dot com. And everybody can get the book on Amazon, which is Team 10. And, and look, even if you want a signed copy, I'll send each of you a free signed copy after this. I'm gonna just shoot you guys a uh, DM, but yeah, you know, on right. Amazon. Awesome, man. I know, I know we're, we're cutting short because he's actually running to the post office right now to <laughs> drop off some books. So that's yeah. what I love. There we go right there. This guy, this kid is no longer a kid. He's now a man. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Art of Winning show. Please call in. Keep DMing us. Keep leaving emails. If you want to reach out to Jerson, we'll make sure we get you in contact with him. This has been an amazing show, and this is epic because I'm blown away. I learned something from you today, Jerson. I don't know about you, Yoko. Oh, I learned plenty, man. And he actually confirmed a lot of what we talk about, man. So I, I love it. Love JB, it. Awesome. you're a star, man. That's awesome. it, JB. You're the man. Thanks for having us. We love you. You're the man. I Signing it. out. All the winning podcast. Make sure you subscribe. iTunes. Google Play, all that fun stuff. We're going to be on every single platform at month's end. So we're going to be every single home near you. Have a great day.